Hi everyone and welcome back to the Payless Movement YouTube channel. I'm Tom Solid and I'm really excited today to welcome Leila Pomper. She's actually from processdriven.co and I actually found Leila on YouTube when I was, you know, looking for ClickUp videos and her channel is really all about ClickUp and really excited because I saw so many things in common. It is not some on the surface um, talking about ClickUp. Layla really dives deep into this tool and I'm really excited about talking about what we think about ClickUp, the comp um, competition, comparison to other tools, but also what the future brings uh, for ClickUp. Let's dive into this. Layla, welcome to the show. Thanks. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, me too. And I, I think uh, people will get a lot of information out of this interview. So maybe you just introduce yourself again, um, why you started looking into ClickUp, what's process driven? Yeah. So my name's Layla, like you said, and uh, what my business started as was helping people find the right project management tool for them. And over time, this persistent new tool called ClickUp fell onto my radar. I started using it and I was like, this is way too confusing for my clients. So I never recommended it. I thought exactly it for the myself. same. So funny. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you can relate. I can absolutely relate. That's that's why I was always recommending Asana because it's so straightforward. But we get into this. I don't want to interrupt. Go on. We promise no whining. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, but um, so I was using it for myself and then ClickUp 2.0 was released. And around that time, I was like, well, this is starting to become something I could roll out to my clients. And so then I started doing ClickUp implementations as the tech setup stuff I was doing, then eventually only ClickUp implementations. And then I flipped from doing more ClickUp implementation work to ClickUp training work. And that's about when the YouTube channel kicked off. Mm. Um, so now I spend a lot of my time helping people think about their business in terms of processes, which... I know it's the language you speak as well. Yeah. Um, and we're really focused on making things into processes and then putting them directly in ClickUp. Because when we talk about one without the other, I feel like people get lost in the abstract. Mm -hmm. So that's what I get to do every day, which is yeah, pretty and, fun. Yeah, and that's where I absolutely related to how you do your videos, what you're talking about. You always see the big picture. And that's something that I coach my inner circle members as well all the time when we start talking about their productivity system and so on usually the first question is what tool should i use what what is the best note taking app what is the best productivity and i say we don't know yet because i don't know your processes and as a matter of fact most of the people don't know their own processes so we usually start to looking into this and what they're actually doing and in the end it doesn't matter what tool you use usually you can do it on paper. So I always say, once you can do it on paper, you can go paperless then. Um, and that's where I really relate um, yeah, to your style. Completely agree. So this is just not looking at the tool itself. And yeah. Are you sponsored by ClickUp? I am not sponsored by ClickUp. I did register with them. So I'm a vetted ClickUp consultant. Yeah. And they, they gave me a rubber stamp to say I know something about ClickUp, which is, I guess, yeah. very nice to have. Yeah. But... No, yeah, <laughs> I would like if they gave me a t-shirt or something, but I've, <laughs> I've gotten nothing from ClickUp at this point, except affiliate link stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I think that that's really important because things might change over time. And um, once yeah. you get into this sponsorship trap, I think it is really complicated looking at Notion, um, you know, there's 
every second video starts with, and this video is started, uh, sponsored by Notion or by anything else. And I'd prefer to say it's sponsored by my members, my inner circle members. They pay mm. me so I can stay unbiased. But somewhere like the money needs to come from. And it is a lot of money you can do from sponsorship. But I would really restrict myself. And I think then I'm not able to look left and right anymore. And um, yeah, that's good to know. I mean, I'm an Asana certified pro as well. And I will become this vetted uh, ClickUp uh, consultant as well. That's good to have because you learn a lot by doing these uh, certificates. Um, so yeah, that's that's good to hear. But I mean, if you would be sponsored, that's that's a thing. If you're a fan of something, why not being sponsored? Yeah, my my biggest uh, opposition to it, and this is even as someone right now, my business relies on ClickUp existing right now. Yeah. And that's kind of the way it goes. So in some ways you could say I'm sponsored just by being so mm. niched, mm. but my best performing videos and the things that get me clients and the things that, you know, actually succeed for me are when I'm very critical of ClickUp. Yeah. So I have the, one of the big trends in my channel, which you've probably seen and you've done something similar, I can tell is being just more and more critical, yeah. which leads to some negative comments, but it's the best thing because every other piece of content out there produced by ClickUp themselves or by sponsored folks is you know, ClickUp is perfect. Yeah. It's the tool to replace them all. And no, yeah. no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the fun thing. And it's the same with Evernote, for example. Yeah, I'm very critical when it comes to this or Notion. Yeah, we have a yeah. lot of people using Notion, my, me included, my, myself yeah. included. So uh, I'm mm. using it because there's no alternative that ticks the box when it comes to database connection. And this is exactly the point we will talk about as well. Databases in ClickUp is not a thing. <laughs> as they claim and um but i just want to mention this this gives really the freedom as i said people can be sponsored that's fine you know that's the, that's a that's a business being on youtube being sponsored but uh, i myself want to be critical and really want to say if somebody sends me something for free this happens if if people reach out to me can you do a sponsor video as i know but you can send it to me i will have a look at it but you have to agree here in this email that i can say whatever i want that i don't need to publish anything and um this is also in the interviews going on you know because you just mentioned it we have all these click up videos and saying yeah we can do it all but usually in the interviews, <laughs> I go exactly <laughs> in this direction. And that's what people actually like. And there mm -hmm. are people who dislike it. Oh, you're saying something against Notion. I hate you. And I say, yeah, then go. Because <laughs> I don't need you on my channel then. <laughs> that's fine. I think you need to be a, a, um, you need to be polarizing on YouTube to really be um, real. Right. You need to have a point of view. Otherwise yeah. I would just be a help doc. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's my opinion at least. <laughs> help doc. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I like that. Yeah. Okay. So we, you know, I started. We got off topic already. Yeah, I just say, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm starting boring people out there. We want to dive into ClickUp and we just, yeah, I just started talking about Notion. So let's go down this road there about databases. I'm using Notion to create databases, to reference to these uh, information there connected with each other. And, um, and ClickUp just implemented something like the roll up and look up and things like this. What is your opinion on this? 
So ClickUp's whole move for my analysis, at least of what they've put out there for 2021 and beyond is to become more database-y. And their first step towards that, like you're talking about, is the relationships feature and the roll-ups feature. But there is no lookup. And that's the big missing piece, right? So we naturally think relationships, roll-ups, and lookups. Mm. Nope, just manual relationships you can create one by one by one for every task. Mm. And roll-ups, which do actually function very well, and they definitely have a place. But long story short, ClickUp is not a database yet. It's yeah. They've been advertising it as such for at least six months. Yeah, I think it'll probably be another 12 months before it's even somewhat true. <laughs> I, I read already the comments below saying, everything is a database when you're using something like this. Yes, of course. Yeah. But I think we should point out how you structure databases and then how bloody slow ClickUp actually is. Yeah. Don't you agree? It is, I think it is still too slow so I can look up or, you know, feel confident about my database. Right. And I think the two big things I usually say to divide people for right now, because there is, it's an overlap, but there's database elements. It is a database in some ways, but like you're talking about with those properties, right? Yeah. ClickUp has standard and custom fields that the standard ones are always fixed. Yeah. If this was a database like Notion, you can define every single property that you wanted mm. or Airtable or Google Sheet or Excel to an extent. Yeah. But ClickUp is so rigid in those regards. And like you said, the load time, I usually tell people if they have more than 150 tasks in one list, like watch out. That's when we start seeing slowdowns, especially if you have a lot of custom fields. And I know ClickUp, they're prioritizing this. They've said it. I, don't, I, I wish I would have counted the number of times they said it in their big conference this year, but I would have had to guess at least a hundred times they use the word speed and usability improvements. But This just they shows they don't have control over this yet because they're mentioning not. it so many times. So, yeah. This is, this but is, hey, they're using the keyword. That counts as something. Yeah. When, <laughs> I, was, when I was talking to Seb Evans, uh, the CEO from ClickUp in the interview, we talked about all the updates coming out, you know, they're really publishing so many things in such a short turnover time. And yep. he even, you know, said, we rather put it out and then we see how it goes and then we fix it later. Mm -hmm. This works because look at Evernote. I mean, if you change something, that, you know, people are raging about this because their whole lives are in this. I think ClickUp is still so young. People are more forgiving when they yep. do these things. And it's the same for me. So many times I'm sitting there when it is still loading or when you change a field and it doesn't update, things like this. So I wanted to do actually a video where I say the number one shortcut you need to keep in mind using ClickUp is Command R. <laughs> yeah, Reload in yeah. your page in order to see the updates. So it is really the feature set and all the, the things and the and. The, the the faith I have into this brand mm -hmm. that they, you know, eventually get to a point that it becomes reliable, reliable. But I really think that this all in one application solution gets in the way all the time. I've been talking about it since some of my first videos and I've made it known loud and proud. I'm hoping someday that motto changes. But I think one, we have to say the positive, right? The positive of the iteration cycles, we see movement so much faster yeah. than other tools. And that I think is probably the same for you. That's what gets us to stay around. Yeah. Um, and that, that's probably similar for me, at least. That's similar to how our business works here. Internally, we operate very similarly. And so I relate to the way that they're just kind of iterating. 
But this move towards um, enterprise features is a big goal from what I've understood of their 2021 roadmap. They want to appeal to bigger companies, which makes sense. They're trying to steal market share away from Monday mm. to an extent and Asana, especially um, maybe even you know other tools like Teams, perhaps. But they're doing all these big moves to go into these bigger organizations. And I hope that the benefit of that is that they're going to start taking these things seriously, because I cannot imagine a 200 person team getting ClickUp having their entire CRM yeah. loaded in this so-called database and watching it as it spins through 2000 contacts or 20,000 contacts. I think, I think the way they're heading is going to force them to mature in ways that the rest of us will benefit from. Yeah. I mean, I I'm working since seven years in a big, uh, big industry with more than 300,000 employees. Mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't really recommend ClickUp for such, um, companies yet because we really need to rely on our data and accessibility and so on. And when I compare it to Asana, there were just far too many times when I had to reload or something went wrong or I got an error message or things like this. For all out, of, out there, you know, including my clients where we implement ClickUp, don't worry. I think for these sizes and for the purposes, that's absolutely fine. But when I look at Notion and how complex I built my databases, there's no way that I could bring, could bring this to ClickUp and find my stuff later on. I mean, let's talk about docs. It's still it's still a mess. I I, I was excited looking at, at first glance, looking at docs. It looks like Notion. And I thought, oh, great. But yeah, try to find this stuff later on. Mm -hmm. So what about referencing when you are already hard finding the stuff again? So this is really... Any thoughts about think, this? Yeah, I think this goes back to what you were saying. With I, I, It always comes back to the app to replace them all. I think that's why docs exist. I think that's why a lot of their half-baked features like formulas exist. It's because they're trying to just halfway build things so that they can see if there's interest. Yeah. But the problem is they do a lot of these halfway builds and then they go to the next halfway build because there's just so many features that I don't know what their team's up to now, hundred, maybe mm -hmm. 75 people. They don't have enough staff to really truly finish the iteration cycles on a lot of these. So docs is one of those that they've been releasing a lot of bug fixes for, but yeah. in terms of feature new features on that, um, it tends to get overlooked. What I seem to be seeing this year, especially as they've been maturing is that a lot of shiny new features, right? So we get one or two shiny new features at a slower pace, but they're bigger features, a lot of bug fixes, Yeah, everything in the middle. <laughs> Usability things, little things have been driving you crazy. Anything that's a middle of the road feature, I haven't seen any movement on it in this yeah. in the last few months here. It's been kind of one extreme or the other. Maybe the plan was, um, you know, we bring out half-baked um, tools and then they wait for the feedback to really focus on the things where the direction should go. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. But as mm -hmm. I said, you need to have people who are willing to go this road. And if you go into enterprise, you will go into trouble if, you know, if you have something like this, so you really have to point out the restrictions you have with ClickUp when you're coming to these companies. And um, yeah, docs, I think docs is, for example, very useful when you create templates and you auto apply templates and you have already a doc in place that you can fill up and things like this. But talking about templates, Something I was talking about since I started ClickUp, which really annoys me, is they don't make a difference between the major task and the subtask. So this means yeah. every subtask gets a play, or, or I mean, even the, the statuses. Yeah, we have, for example, uh, open, to do, waiting, closed. All these statuses are applied to the subtask, which then makes no sense anymore. 
how do you handle this with your clients or how do you try to yeah work around this yeah so I actually just made a training video on this yesterday inside the, the community that we run on the support side, because this question comes up like this is probably the third time I've answered this question in a Q&A because it just keeps coming up and again, because yeah, so we're spreading the word, uh, yeah. we're spreading the we're word. Spreading the word. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So you have a task and a subtask. ClickUp's too dumb to know that you want them to be simpler. And there's even some trending posts right now about this. The custom fields, the statuses, all of the stuff that you have available for this main task comes down on the subtask as well. And I think that's because at the very early stages, ClickUp was almost, it felt like they were preparing for what is currently the relationships feature. That these two things, even though one says sub and one says task, they have pretty much all the same properties, except for permissions and a few other things. Yeah. So in terms of workarounds, usually what I'll have people do is either, and this is not ideal, ignore custom fields on subtasks, not ideal, or use checklists if they can get away with it. Yeah or use automations and templates to preset those, those, those extra custom fields. So you'll have a drop-down option that says not applicable or subtask. This, this restriction with custom fields and subtasks is one of the reasons why a lot of times it's a choice. Do you want to use custom fields or do you want to make it a subtask? Do either or. So if it was a video as a task and you had a custom field saying the stages of you know edit, produce, publish, yeah. that kind of stuff, do not also make those subtasks. Do one or the other. Otherwise you end up with the duplicate record keeping, which is frustrating. Yeah, this is just, I mean, instead of making a proper structure there, um, they just add, what is it? Seven uh, further levels down, isn't it? So you have sub, 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 sub tasks, all with the uh, custom fields and so on. It is just confusing. And that's what you mentioned in the beginning. You worried about showing this to clients because it is too complex and confusing. And I think it, is sti it still is. I really try when I'm implementing ClickUp to be as minimal as possible. But when we have something, I don't know, like a location field, for example, And I have for the main task a client and I want to have the location from this client. I have a subtask for this client. I mean, <laughs> I'm talking about client now, <laughs> but you are a consultant and you have using ClickUp for your clients. And yeah. so you have the location there. Then you have a subtask with another com uh, location. So bring in your EVAs and all this. They will start wondering about all these empty custom fields. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So we attempted to solve this by collapsing custom fields and having the pinning feature. They have attempted a few ways and I don't think they ever really came to the right one, but that's where I really do think we're going to see this change with relationships and the item types, which I know we probably ties into the database uh, conversation from the onset, but I feel like this is something we're going to see change just so that way, um, maybe it's even the language, but I think we're all trying to make subtasks and click up like subtasks in Asana. And in ClickUp, subtasks in Asana equal checklists. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah, makes and sense. I think we often try to, yeah, it, it's just a different But way the, of thinking about it. And the logic is almost just different. Yeah. The checklists actually is limiting again. I can't add content. So obviously, so that was actually the moment, let me try to recall this, the moment <laughs> when I was complaining about subtask when I was trying to build up my very complex automations. Obviously, I hate manual uh, input and all this. So I was building this up and then I really saw the restriction when the subtask came in that I wasn't able, I don't know what it was, uh, that I wasn't able to... Okay, I can't remember now. But this was one thing that where I thought, okay, it needs to be differentiated. But maybe I want to create subtasks with different templates. 
So in it, so like, uh, yeah, uh, with docs or something applied like this. I just really think ClickUp, they're terrible with naming their terms sometimes. So using the word subtask even, it brings up all these connotations. With ClickUp, it really can sometimes feel like a different language. Once it's set up in the right way, I do still think ClickUp is very attainable. And because not everything in one place, but a lot of features are in one place, it does um, limit some of the context switching that you would have to do with the more hodgepodge solutions people are moving from. But I do think it takes a little bit of explanation to be like, all right, this is the way that it works here. Oh, you need that kind of oh moment in yeah. ClickUp. Whereas Asana, it's just a to-do list in many ways. Yeah, it, yeah. so that's why probably ClickUp and Monday are more similar. The big difference between Asana and ClickUp, I think it still is, is the bird's eye view that I get in ClickUp. And it's not possible in Asana without manual input. So I have yep. the portfolios. Both mm -hmm. have the portfolios where I can manually pick some projects and, you know, show me an overview. But in a yep. ClickUp, you just go to the different hierarchy levels and you see everything below this. And that's really exciting. On the other hand, you get things messed up when you have loads of different <laughs> statuses and custom fields and all this in these different lists. So I really tend for my team now, I got rid of all the different... Um, spaces is it spaces yes mm -hmm. and ended up with one space and lists in there rather than have different spaces and i think it is still another issue to really find your your task yes we can build the views so that's what i do i go to the upper level and then i create a view for my uh, employee and then you know filter by the task and this is really where clickup shines is the views the customization what i can pick there when i look at the gantt diagram and again in comparison with asana they are so far ahead with customization there um that i can build this but this is why people need us as consultants uh, you know, that, that's not something where I say, you're not able to do this. You need me for this. Yeah, well, you can try first <laughs> and then we will see um, how easy it goes. Yeah. yeah. So I, I always it's say, it, yeah, it's better when, when you tested it for yourself first. That's what I also recommend. Download it first, you know, play around. You can't break anything. So you it's know a bit more. But to really set up the proper system, usually people don't want to spend time implementing tools. They have a busy time. They are not as excited about implementing this stuff as we are. You know, sometimes I wonder about, ah, oh, there's been so much fun. But uh, yeah, it's not for everybody. So that's rather frustrating then for, for other people. So workarounds and tricks like this with uh, the views and setting up this, this saves also a lot of money, isn't it? Because something I don't get still is the home page that you have in ClickUp as a member. I, I, I'm not about, I don't know about you, but I'm a member and the rest is guests of my team because I don't see the advantage paying for my uh, employees as well, being in ClickUp just for the home button. Is there anything else that I'm missing that they will miss? Yeah, so this is a good lead in. Now, I'm going to release some videos about the quirks of guest access because it's a little deceptive. ClickUp's docs aren't great around the differences, but some of the big ones are Clip. That's a big feature that misses that you miss for for guests, which is the video loom feature in ClickUp, where you can take video recordings. Okay, we use that a lot, and so I ended up upgrading some of my members simply for that feature. Mm -hmm. um, editability of dashboards, ownership of different areas, and if you have a bigger team, 
sharing a whole space with one group of one person without having to share every individual folder and list. Those are really some of the main advantages of becoming, of, of flipping someone up from a member, but yeah, for VAs, I, I, okay. contractors. Absolutely. agree. We have to differentiate between the team, team sizes. I'm talking here about yes. my team size of right. four, <laughs> but if you, if you, you know, get in the range of 10 people or more, then it becomes complex where you have to have a lot of admin work to do. Um, giving the sharing um, permissions and all this with the other tools. Absolutely agree about this. And yeah, that, that, that's a great point. But if uh, you want to save money, then I think using the views is a good way where people, because I always had struggle or my, my employees had struggle to find their tasks. So we missed our task as we use Slack. On the other hand, we very quickly go into this, Hey, can you do this? I have to go and click up and create this task there. So we really know it, but then it ends up somewhere. So with the views, this is really something where I say, okay, first thing in the morning you do go to your um, view and go to your notification section. Usually you could yep. work the whole day just in notifications. That's the, something great as well. But for the yep. home thing, I think there's something they have a good start, but they really have to do something great there that makes it really useful. I have a bit of a sneak peek. I don't know how much I'm allowed to share, but uh, okay. on the home, don't listen as well. now. Don't listen now. Layla is talking only to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to try to keep it vague because I'm not sure how much I'm allowed to say. So everyone who's watching this, don't tell anyone. Yeah, don't tell anyone. <laughs> share the video with everybody, with your friends, family, all, but don't tell. Anyone about this minute? What is this? I don't know. Okay, go ahead, Layla. Um, We're not listening. So, <laughs> home dashboards and folders. Those three features in ClickUp. We've been predicting for a long time that there's going to be some kind of marriage. And some of the stuff that I've seen behind the scenes in the staging environment of ClickUp is very much moving in that direction. So home right now, it looks like a dashboard in some ways, but it's not customizable at all. I'm getting the sense that dashboard adjustability is going to come into the homepage. Similarly with folders, kind of that kind of adjustability of seeing kind of an overview at that level and not having dashboards off at the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to make home a lot more useful, but right now home and inbox. I mean, I think that's great for bare bones users who just need focus and maybe they don't have an everything view set up yet, but I would much rather see ClickUp just make a default everything view called my tasks that's required and get rid of inbox uh, altogether, but that's me. <laughs> yeah. This is, this was, that's the same thing um, that I had in mind. It looks mm. like a dashboard, but it is not customizable. And mm. you know, the, the, the main advantage you have there is assigned to you uh, comments and mentions. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I can build a view again out of this. So <laughs> there's not really need for this. And what about the lineup? I mean, they make it made it even a trademark, so it yeah. is. It is <laughs> put some energy into that yeah, one. Yeah, ooh, it, it's it's <laughs> essentially you're pinning your tasks to your dashboard, and that's what I call lineup. So I expect there's some automation AI or whatever going on later on that gives me some more prioritization options and something like that. Otherwise, I don't see why there is a trademark behind this. I have a feel. Well, first of all, if they were able to just trademark that great name in this space, I feel like that's probably part of it. But uh, 
I, I have this feeling that that's going to go into a space where ClickUp starts to build out their profile feature. So right now ClickUp has profiles. They pretty much show you nothing other than activity and lineup, mm. which is one perk of lineup. So if you're trying to coordinate, like what does your VA have on her plate that day? Lineup can be great for that. I don't know why lineup and tray, which is at the bottom that you can do. You can collapse tasks to the bottom for folks who don't know that. Um, I don't know why those aren't the same they seem like they should just be the same feature basically, but I think lineup is going to feed into a future where ClickUp has stronger profiles where you might be able to have one-on-one messaging, more of a Microsoft Teams kind of feeling to it. I would not be surprised if that's where that's heading. And maybe like you're saying, automations, maybe adding something to someone's lineup if it's a priority over this. I mean, that could be really cool. Right now, yeah, that's one of those features where I was like, I don't understand why yeah, you, I said, don't understand. you just mentioned it, the trace. So for those people who don't know, um, you can select certain tasks and they will just stay available on the bottom of the screen. It is also, you know, the favorites <laughs> on the top again, When if you like. That's how I set everything up. I have the top view there. So you have a mix of views and uh, projects as well. But you, mm -hmm. you are right. We have the trace. Yeah, I even forgot about this. Um, and... Yeah, instead of going to the home button, I'm on a completely different screen. I disconnect myself from the actual task list. I rather have it as a tray in the bottom. Yeah, that's what I would love to see. And I mean, it's nice that profile is kind of a right side modal, whatever you want to call that, kind of a swipe in effect. But things like home and inbox, the stuff that's super segmented out, sometimes it just becomes kind of a distraction. Um, like you say, I usually tell people, if anyone's feeling lost in ClickUp, in notifications, clear that out. Yeah. Not Don't treat it like email where it piles up. Clear it out inbox zero style every day and then go to your view. Yeah. And everybody, every single team who's watching this or using ClickUp should have an everything view for my task, group by due date, that's default for everyone. So yeah. that way, even your VA, although she might not have uh, everything view if she's a guest, that's another downside of guests, but put it somewhere that your VA can find it. Well, she um, will have, uh, you know, she will see wherever she has tasks in. So it is everything, right. everything for her. <laughs> <laughs> but she won't see the views you create there. So you'd want to create it at the folder if there's a folder she's shared on that kind of thing. But I don't want to confuse people with that piece of it. Yeah, uh, folder is miss another level but. where I think, okay, yeah. We're getting really nerdy here, but yeah. <laughs> that's that's kind of the flow. Yeah. Okay. So talking about redundant stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I wonder about the chat functionality. I really like that they have a chat functionality. In fact, it is the same as a commenting system inside the task. What I really miss here is, and this would be awesome, then I would, you know, this would be really a game changer, um, connecting a chat to a channel in Slack. Mm. This would be really the thing where I'm, I think this makes sense. However, I usually say, I mean, I have, for example, a client where I say, um, yeah, we have one list you're working in and you have, you know, these views and you have a chat and because <laughs> they're not using anything else. And I always a fan of single source of truth. And as soon as you talk on different places, it really gets messed up. So usually I say, when you have a meeting, you go to the task you're talking about and you write down in the comments on the task. But if you have some general discussions, then the chat becomes in handy. Um, yeah. Any thoughts about the chat? Yeah, I agree with you in terms of the guidance you give to your clients. I mean, I wouldn't tell you if I didn't, no, I'm kidding. 
<laughs> but I, I agree with keeping conversations at the lowest level in the hierarchy as possible. I feel like that's a hard thing for people to get used to when they have a chat view. They're like, oh, I'll use this like Slack. Don't do that. Yeah. That's why Slack's a mess. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> File things. I mean, it's, it's ease of input versus ease of retrieval. And I mean, that's your language, I'm sure. So we really want to put things in context so they're easier to retrieve versus yeah. doing the Slack method. But I actually... I don't think ClickUp's going to do that kind of integration with Slack, especially now that Slack's owned by Salesforce. I have a feeling, uh, based on some of the demos I've seen, that ClickUp's going to try to replace Slack, go figure, right, with the motto. But I have a feeling that they're going to um, create tasks that have no attributes and the item type, which is like the the property defaults, mm -hmm. would be nothing but a task name, task description, and chat, and everything else will be hidden. And that'll be your chat slannel. Slack channel. Trademark it. Hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even say it now. <laughs> yeah, we have it recorded, so we look it up later. Oh, good. You put it right here. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, but I, I think that's probably where they're going to go. I don't think they're going to do a stronger integration with Slack. I think most likely we're going to see tasks become more agnostic with the properties. And so we'll be able to use the task themselves as the channel or yeah. as the DM path. And that's yeah. what I've seen them do in some of their demos, even publicly. Hmm. They've started using it that way. Okay. So I really <laughs> like ClickUp because to say something positive as well. I'm using it, I'm recommending it, so I'm always bitching against this, so it makes no <laughs> sense. <laughs> it's a sign of love, right? Yeah, yeah, if you're exactly. complaining about a tool, you care It is constructive feedback, yeah? yeah? Take it with the spirit it is meant to be, so. <laughs> um, the thing is, and that's something I'm really fighting for with the paperless movement and where I think this is uh, the COVID thing is bad that it happened, but it pushed us so much forward when it comes to remote work and all this, because it finally started for so many people who were forced to use this stuff to change their thinking. And if you're following of my channel, I'm also selling the digital journal where you can, that you can import into your notability, good notes, note shelf, where you can journaling with your Apple pencil and all this. That's fine. But people are shocked when I tell them I'm not using it myself. Tom, you're selling this and you know, you're just making out of money. And I said, no, I'm giving you the solution you are looking, you are asking for. Okay. So this is just, that's great. If you used to, to use a, no, a paper notebook, and your whole life is in this paper notebook, then you have now the opportunity to make an easy conversion into the digital world by still using a pen. You have your iPad, you have it saved in the cloud, you make it searchable, you you know, you can cons uh, convert it into type text and all these advantages that you have. But with the apps we have on the iPad, it is still just one closed system. So because the next question would be, How do you work with the notes that you take? How do you, and that's the ICOR framework I'm, I'm coaching about, the input, control, output, refine. For me, the digital journal is just the input part. And for me, it ends there because for most tools, there's no connection to the outside. And this is why I, I think something like ClickUp and all the other tools and the, the things that happened in the, in the past year is that we finally start to, how do I, how do I say that? Um, start leveraging the digital world instead of just living in it. So mm -hmm. because things like, you know, I'm going on and on, but 
talking to Ian Small from Evernote. He told me only 2% of their customers using tags in Evernote. And I wow. said, okay, that's, that's, uh, wow. And I made a, a poll on my different social media channels and 50% said they are using it. Of course, people following me are very, you know, into tech and they like it. And this just made me think, this is just because people don't know the advantage of this yet. This is because we think in the way like a paper notebook. So this is why I think it is great to start with the digital journal and all this. But if you really want to make an, a highly efficient productivity system, then we need to look at the other stages, how to collect information, how to easily find information, how to leverage the information for getting things done and all this and refine it with automations and all this. There's so much more, which is overwhelming for people. It's always great to, to start small. And yeah, ClickUp, I think, ticks so many boxes where you can go from a simple workflow to a really high complex automated system. I, I couldn't agree Long more. Long speech there, sorry. But <laughs> I think that was important to point out. And I think ClickUp also can grow with you. That's the big thing. We talked about why it's inappropriate for a $300,000 or 300,000 person company. Yeah. <laughs> $300,000. That would be a small company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but for the small companies that are, you know, five, 10, scaling up to their first 200 people, I yeah. mean, this is the only tool right now that I would feel comfortable saying will grow with you that level. To, yeah. like from zero to 60 in the same space. But also what you said about how um, people ask you what you use and that kind of thing. I think that's also really interesting. I want to emphasize that because I feel like you just glossed over that golden nugget, but that that is such a great point because people ask me, how do you organize your ClickUp? How do you blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I think that's the wrong question. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's the, it, yeah, this unless is your business is like mine, your processes yeah. are like mine, that template's not going to help you which is one, one of my big sticks. <laughs> 100% agree with you, Leila. I mean, this is exactly the point why I created the iCore framework because framework, best exactly. example for Notion. Yeah, There are so many courses that tell you how to make the all-in-one solution for you to use Notion for your project management. I can't hear it and see it anymore because I tried it. Trust me, I'm not just, you know, uh, I'm ju not just complaining about this, I'm testing these things. And if I have yeah. to work a whole day to get um, um, task dependencies in place and they are just confusing or <laughs> non-recurring tasks, so you can go there and uncheck the boxes in the morning and then you check it again. Yeah, this makes, you know, get me don't yeah. get me wrong. This makes sense again for several certain use cases where you have a small task list every day, the things. I'm running uh, a business. I have a full-time job. <laughs> I have several other projects going on all over the place. If I don't have, this is just too, restri too restricting. And mm -hmm. I think that's the danger with these here. Look, this course, but you need to use Notion in order to um, apply my templates and all this. And then you live in this. And then people start with this, are very excited we know this, setting up a new productivity system, you're excited, friction is no problem, but as soon as you have to use it on a daily basis, it really gets into the way. And this is why there's the iCore framework where you have, where you learn how to, uh, to understand the different parts of a productivity system and find the right tools. If, if some of you are in Inner Circle and you watched my masterclass about this, I showed you exactly why I'm using Notion and ClickUp both. 
because input control is Notion for me and output refine is ClickUp. If I have Notion the whole way through, I have a big loss of efficiency. So, but I have a manual step to get the information from Notion to ClickUp, which I hate. But in summary, it makes you more efficient using both. Does it make sense? Combination of tools. Absolutely. I spend a lot of my time in the course just telling people not to, to use ClickUp for things. Because, I mean, you can, but there's an opportunity cost of you could get, you could buy a social media scheduler yeah. on a free plan, yeah. or you could build a whole social media scheduler and click up. There's, I think we need to assess the limitations of the tool. And I think template packs, I, I keep harping on those because I think those are more common sometimes mm. than even courses where mm. it's just, here's the way yeah. to run your entire business yeah. out of whatever tool. Yeah. And what you were saying about frameworks, how you have the iCore framework, um, I like what I like about frameworks is it teaches you the logic. It shows you the logic and allows you to make your own decisions. It's like a choose your own adventure book. If you've ever read those kind of cool books from the nineties, but anyway, yeah. uh, whereas templates, they're giving you the end destination and they're saying here, live in this dream house. It's pre-furnished. Hope you like the furnishings and you're a size medium. You, you, just, know? It, you it, just have to change your whole life. So this template works for you. Exactly. You have to become exactly. me so you can use my template. Exactly. So I, I, I do the same thing you do. It's all about frameworks, decision trees, logic breakdowns of yes, no, here's the right solution based on your answers. And I think that's what we don't talk about, that there is more than one way to the right solution yeah. for you, but there is not always or typically even a right solution, period. Yeah. And this is <laughs> so. really, that's really the danger also for big enterprises and so on. I mean, I, I saw this many times where, you know, for some reason Trello was decided over Asana and things like this. And I can imagine how this worked out. The salesperson came in and they said, okay, this is the all-in-one solution. You can use it. And I said, okay, you know, the critical guy is sitting there evaluating this tool and saying, but can I do this? And they say, yeah, of course. And they tell you a workaround or something that you can do this, but they, of course, they don't tell you another tool could do this part more importantly. And maybe this is exactly the part that you're doing most in this tool. So you're buying it for the shiny object syndrome thing for things that you might don't even need instead of actually getting the tool that you really need for your business or your team. And that's why I think it's important that people who are experts in a tool are keeping their eyes open, right? Like you're, you're, you're in so many different areas of the space. You're talking about ClickUp when, you know, you're focused a lot on note-taking. And similarly, I'm keeping an, I have a Notion account. I have, you know, I've been trying all these accounts because, and this is where I think ClickUp has made a, I hope they make a pivot, but the app to replace them all, I think is, is a dead end personally, mm -hmm. but the app to work with them all or the app to manage them all. I wish, I, I think that's where ClickUp's real sweet spot is. Rather than bundling by owning each proprietary piece of technology and cobbling it together to just work with a lot of tools. I wish ClickUp would integrate with Slack. I don't think they will. I wish ClickUp had more supported um, embedding features, but oftentimes I'm in the same place as you where I'm like, well, you'd be better off using Airtable than ClickUp as a database for this. And there we have But the, luckily- Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, luckily, ClickUp allows you to embed views. So it's it's in many ways like Notion. It's pretty adaptable in terms of bringing things in. It's slightly more flexible than Notion taking things out, but it's still not perfect. Yeah. Um, I just wish that there was more there. And then there's the other argument from the people um, saying, yeah, but I'm not paying another subscription. I can't hear this anymore. I mean, there's one thing when people say, well, there's a free solution for this. Nothing is free. 
don't tell mm -hmm. me this is free, you know, but that's another story. But if people tell me, but if I have five tools in place, then instead of one, I'm paying five times the price and I say, okay, what is the pricing for these tools nowadays? Sometimes it's only, you know, let's say $10 per month. If you, and this is again, what I say, then when you have your framework, you understand this much better. If you save only 10 minutes per day by having a more efficient system end to end, just use your hourly rate and you will have a lot more money available to buy even more tools than you would need by, you know, sitting a whole day and trying to set up something in Notion that just don't work. And it's just applying friction to your whole life. So this is another topic, um, I think, where we have to change our mindset. I, I definitely agree. And templates, when it's free to set up, so you can create a CRM in ClickUp or so on, because I made a video about that, you can. But there's a certain cost. There's always a time cost, but there's also that ongoing cost that you're talking about of maintaining something that's less automatic. Yeah. ClickUp is not a true CRM. It's not. It's a client database at best. Um, and I, I think that's that's a really good point. And it's not that we're talking about a lot more cost to use Airtable in addition to ClickUp. Oftentimes you can use the free plan, but the extra setup of having two separate tools, as long as they're able to connect in a way that you're able to see them both at the same time, not spend time context switching, you know, flipping gear, flipping gears and go opening other tabs and such. Um, it's worth it. <laughs> it is Absolutely. worth it to get a tool that has a whole development team just focused on that feature. Yeah. And I'm really excited that uh, I'm in a better program from Plixi and they connected mm. Todoist with ClickUp now. And this is really exciting. It works very well, will be published very soon. Another sneak peek, maybe not allowed to say, but so what? It will come anyway. <laughs> I, Don't I, look at those I last pushed this since two months. I'm writing them, bring out this tool, bring out this connection, bring out this connection. And it works really, really nice. You can actually select different lists and it creates mm. projects in Todoist and you are in sync there um, with the things. And yeah, Todoist for me is still the best personal task manager. It is so, I have just a simple list to take off. And going into ClickUp, it is still too much friction. The loading time is for me too long. Opening up, yes, they have now a new mobile app. Maybe let's go into this. I'm really okay. happy about the release. First, I thought, okay, so what? what's that? But in fact, it actually works very well compared to the previous one, obviously. Um, so I have big hopes that, yeah, they conquer the other devices now as well. Absolutely. And I think that's important to note is that when they take step forward, it tends to be the right step. Sometimes we wish they would take a bigger step, but I, I, I like the steps that they're taking. And, and we're, we've been so critical in this video. <laughs> we're going to get so many comments about how critical we are, but what should, you know, I, right. I, I always say when I'm in an interview with one of the CEOs, I say, okay, we know don't, we don't read down your marketing strategy here. We're talking about the real stuff behind it. Either they're yeah. up for this and then they can show their, there's a face behind the tool and they you know, everybody struggles with something. But if you stand up for this and say, okay, look, this is like this and so on. I think Ian Small, for example, did a great job in the last interviews where he addressed the concerns for the people. And they have people like us where they have the option to speak to the community instead of having a generic blog post or something where people always have the feeling reading something on their own page is not real, <laughs> if this yeah. makes sense. So, okay. Mm -hmm. okay. So 
I love this critical thing. That's the reason why you're on the show. I'm sure we have to do a follow-up later. We'll have to do a nice version follow-up because yeah. there is a lot of good stuff. They're doing things with support and localization and they're fixing bugs. I mean, there yeah. are good things, but yeah. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think it was too bad. Okay, no, we we'll, just, we'll see what people say. They can leave a comment and let we, us know yeah, how, how just, we did. Just rage <laughs> down below and uh, <laughs> see how it goes. No, I mean, it is. it is, I think... We were critical, but we both implement ClickUp. We both recommend it to people over other tools in many cases. So yep. this is absolutely allowed. I think it's important to point out not to become the salesperson. That's why I asked for the sponsor thing in a sponsor thing in the beginning. You know, otherwise I would be the salesperson. I say, yeah, ClickUp is awesome. And we're sitting here for one hour. I, I'm sure there are many more people now still watching. Compared when we said, oh, yeah, ClickUp is nice. Yeah, ClickUp is nice. Oh, uh, yeah. Didn't you see, you know, you can now check off a task or whatever, you know. Yeah, And okay. emails. I yeah. see this in on their website as well. So, okay, don't worry about critical thing. And that's why I love your channel. So if you haven't seen Lila's channel now, go over there, subscribe. If you're interested in ClickUp and in general, I mean, it's not only about ClickUp, it's really a lot of videos where you show about the things uh, like the, the business process or your own workflows, getting your, changing your mindset about your overall system and then apply ClickUp in the end or apply to ClickUp in the end and things like this. And this is why I really like it. It's not just reading the, um, the specifications of the tool, which I see so many times on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would so. say if there's one video folks to watch to to understand how much of a hot mess I was in ClickUp when I started, so they would feel better about themselves. I released a video talking about like uh, how I manage personal productivity and it goes through 2019, 2020 and 2021 of the different ways I organize myself in ClickUp. And the whole first year was just <laughs> probably where many of you are. So that would be the one to- <laughs> Yeah, and that's the thing, I mean, Trust us, we all had the same struggles and we're still struggling, maybe on a different level, but this is where we can um, accelerate your success exactly. by applying our experiences to this so you don't have to go through this again. And I think that's, that's the whole thing about consulting and memberships and so on. And obviously this is not for free. <laughs> right. mean, uh, how should, you know, we have to feed families. So, okay. I love it. Thank you very much for being on the show, uh, Laila. And um, I th really think we should follow up. People will like this. And if you <laughs> like this, give it a thumbs up. Go to the description. Three thumbs up. Subscribe to this channel. Subscribe to Laila's channel. And Laila, one, uh, a few final words from your side, maybe. No. No. Good. There is no Jew. There is only. I mean, I don't. I think Final words. I always say, which I mean, I would just say, enjoy the process. Yeah, that that would be my final words. Yeah. Enjoy it. Don't it's get frustrated. That that's really the thing. It's 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 not it's not bad if you struggle. Yeah, struggle's fun. Yeah, that's the creative part. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Or at least that's what I think. Thanks for having me on here, Tom. <laughs> okay, thanks, Lila. See you next time. Have a great time.